0: Welcome to the Fire & Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire & Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire & Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford.
1: And I am Kathy Gruver, and today we have another one of those short prompts, which we we'll never know where it's going to go, but let's see. So this prompt from the I Am app, which is an affirmation app where like every two hours you get a new affirmation to pop up. Uh, this one this morning was, what steps can I take to attract wealth, abundance, and well-being? Wealth, what steps can you take?
0: Abundance and well-being. Uh-huh. Okay, so... First place I want to go on that is a lot of people, they they specifically use the word wealth and abundance separate, right? But I think especially in the, the new age, I don't know what you want to call it, the quasi new agey entrepreneurial bullshit stuff that goes on. <laughs> Everybody's talking about abundance, 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 but what they're really talking about is wealth and people getting rich. Right, they're not actually talking about abundance; they're talking about getting rich,-,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's a big difference between being rich and being wealthy and and, abu- and abundance is much more mm-hmm. than having money <laughs> absolutely, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I love that you brought that up because I think that's what people think of, right? And I don't know if you remember so so long ago now, I think probably 20 plus years, the book, The Secret, and the movie that was made, The Secret. Mm -hmm. It was all about attracting the car, attracting the house, attracting the job, attracting the perfect spouse. And it's like, that's not what the law of attraction is about. It's not about you get the new Lamborghini. It can be, but that was the big complaint about that film is it just all focused on this material stuff. And there's so much more that we can attract into our lives. So interesting. So you wanted to separate those two things. The first thing it triggered in me is space and allowing space. Because I think so often we want to attract the stuff to us, but we don't allow the space for Mm it. We don't know what we truly want. And two, we don't make space to let that thing into our lives so many of my clients they want to re- they want to meet a nice guy and they want to start dating and they wa- but they're working 24/7. They don't leave the house. They don't want to get on the apps. Well, but then do you really want that thing? If you're not allowing space for that to come to you, how do you think it's going to get there? If you're if you want to meet the person of your dreams but you never leave the house, it could be the UPS guy. They look great in the shorts, but you actually have to get out of the house and go allow space and opportunity for those things to grow. So I like what you said about defining, I'm going to bottom line. it if this works, is like, what, what do you, what are you trying to attract? Yeah. Do, what do you want in that abundance and that wealth and that prosperity? And I'm going to say, well, then allow space for it.
0: Well, and I think, and, and two, it's, you know, we can use the spouse or the partner uh, example, because this happens all the time too, is people, you know, and again, like I said, The Secret and other things like that, people on the internet that are similar to that, they they make it seem like you go and you sit down on the couch and you're eating ice cream and you're just thinking about the Lamborghini and you walk out your door and it's sitting in your driveway. Oh, well, does so that work? That, no, it doesn't work. Oh. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> but especially with relationships is, you know, the 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 whole irony and it kind of goes along with your creating space. But You know, if you want the perfect spouse or the perfect partner and you think about what that person is like, you don't have to necessarily you don't have to go find them, but you need to be the kind of person Mm -hmm. who your perfect partner would want to be with.
1: Very nice idea, yes.
0: Okay. And so, you know, this has happened to me, you know, through different relationships and other stuff over the years, too. It's like Things just happen, right? But if we we have to prepare ourselves and be the kind of person that somebody who's a person of our dreams would want to be with, because if we're not, then they're not going to be attracted to us, right? Yep. And and we can't be the the wanty 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 needy 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 kind of thing either, right? And so it it uh, the boy girl syndrome kind of from psychology right boy wants girl so girl doesn't want anything to do with boy, interesting, but if boy doesn't care about being with girl, all of a sudden girl wants boy like crazy right?
1: <laughs> that was very kind of and yes, I'm like- u-
0: I'm using my caveman speak. <laughs> just
1: like, That's an interesting caveman put on that girl
0: boy boy, hate girl yeah 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 me me tarzan you jane (laughs) (laughs)
1: but
0: but the irony i mean it's we laugh about it but it is so true and again if you want as an example you know your perfect partner then be the kind of person that your perfect partner would want to be with and when you do that just like a magnet they get sucked into your life they show up i mean that's it just happened to me with my current relationship neither neither one of us were looking for anything but right universe I, brought us together
1: i wasn't looking for something permanent and i'm getting married in three months mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's like it's been four and a half years it's like wow um yeah. the other thing that i was going to say along with that is you have to ask you know do you deserve this thing you're asking for and i think there's this huge amount of self-sabotage of you know, do you deserve to be unconditionally loved? Do you deserve to have prosperity? Do you do it? Do you deserve to have that health in that way that you're wanting it to, to, to attract to you? And I've had so many clients say they want that thing. And then upon further digging, they don't believe they deserve it. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's coming to them. You know, I've had at least two or three clients in the last five or six months that I'm doing executive coaching with talk about respect. You know, they want respect from their they want respect from their coworkers. They want respect from their team. And I went, okay, well, one, what does respect mean to you? What does that look like? Two, how do you, how will you know if you're getting it from them? Like, how, what does that look like? And three, do you respect yourself? And I get to that and they all kind of go, oh, oh.
0: Yeah, do you respect yourself and do you respect your team? Right, because that's the other part of it too, right? It's just like, if you're not respectful of your team, of course, they're not going to give you respect. And if you don't respect yourself, then why in the world would anybody else respect you? Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So interesting. So yeah, attracting that. So know what you want, like define Mm -hmm. those terms of what you want, make space for it, and then do the work.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, the the third word in there, we haven't really touched on either, which is well-being, right? Which Which is different than health. It's different than health. It's different than well, you know, and, and so I think it's, it's one of those words too, that maybe we should spend just a minute or so on of what well being is right. Mm. And kind of from a psych, psychology perspective, happiness, right. Everybody's like, Oh, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to what be happy. Mean? I want to be happy. I hate that word. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but everybody says it, right. I just want to be happy. But, um, But psychology usually kind of defines happiness as subjective well-being, right? So what is well-being? Well, it's being well, right? It's embodying uh, a place of wellness. And for each person, that's different, right? I mean, for one person, you you might be happy if you make $50,000 a year. Another person is happy if they make a million dollars a year, right? Because it's subjective to the person. Yep. Some people may be completely happy, you know, just sitting and and looking at a tree Mm. and not doing anything else and just, you know, being happy, connecting with nature, right? Content. Content. And so some of the other words that often kind of go along with well-being is yes, happy. But again, happy sometimes is superficial and people don't don't use the term maybe the way they should, but what about some other words like joy, peace, calm, mm-hmm. right? Those are some words I think also that kind of go along with well-being. And the one thing that, that really kind of hit me is I, I'm, I'm much more aware and conscious of the words that I'm using and the things mm. that I'm saying so I can be more impeccable with my word. Oh, nice. Okay. But there's a word in English called Enjoy. Oh, I'm enjoying this ice cream. Yep. Right, and we don't think about it, but what is that word? In joy. So, are we really enjoying and being in a state of well-being when we use that word? Because we should be, mm-hmm. right? If if I'm eating that ice cream and I'm just savoring the sweetness and the creaminess and the flavor of it, then, okay, I'm probably in joy, in joy, right? Uh As I'm sitting there on my porch watching the hummingbirds come, Uh right? I'm in joy because guess what? Hummingbirds also bring joy, right? That's their animal medicine is Uh joy, Right? So you know, to me, again, it's it's one of those well-being is if we can get to a state of being in a state of being in well-being all mm-hmm. the time, everything is perfect in our life. We want yeah. for nothing, we want for nothing. Uh, and we that's our high vibratory status, right. And so again, I, I think I think when people, think about vibration and frequency they think well the higher you get you know you're like amped up well no actually when you actually reach states of enlightenment and peace and joy your vibration is very high but your body seems very peaceful and calm yeah and that's kind of the ultimate state to me of of well-being so
1: I yeah. love it. I can't say that any better <laughs> because, like, I was starting to think, like, well, well-being. Like, I don't normally use the word well-being. How would I define that? And then you just said all this, and I went, "Ah, oh, that's how I would define that." So yeah. Oh yeah,
0: well, there we go, right?
1: I, I love that you brought up the be, the impeccable with your word because was is, is that the, the Buddhist tenets or is that? Well,
0: that you know, was that was the, the terms that uh, Don Luis uh, the Ru- four, or Don Miguel Ruiz used in the Four Agreements, right? <laughs> and it's an old shamanic. Um, tradition of being impeccable with your word, right? Because our words are our spells. And so if I if I tell myself certain things, if I tell you certain things, if I use certain words, even like the word sorrow, right? Oh, oh I'm sorry for that. Well, the word sorry is a root of the word sorrow. And so I don't want to feel, the emotion of sorrow. Interesting. Right. So now I choose to say I apologize for that, but I'm not going to go to a place of feeling sorrow
1: mm. for what
0: I did because that's a very low vibration frequency. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's but but again, it's a lot of these words that we we use all the time and we don't actually realize what we're saying. So I'm just becoming more aware of that. Yeah. And and yeah, that, the word enjoy. Just really hit me hard this last week
1: yeah are you in joy yeah and you know just to go back to the well-being notice how it's well being and not well doing exactly coming from the triple capricorn doer um it is and, and it's interesting i i normally sit down on january 1st and i write out my list of things i want to accomplish my weight goal my money goal my how many books i'm gonna write how many clients i'm gonna see how many to, how many states i'm gonna to get to and i did not write jack shit didn't write it down didn't no write new, it.
0: oh you, you didn't write anything down this year
1: didn't write anything down this year first year and probably 20 years i didn't sit down and very diligently capricorn brain write down my list of th- didn't do it didn't write a damn thing and i realized i want to make this year about being not doing mm-hmm. is there stuff to do absolutely i'm in the midst of you know 300 crazy things including planning planning a very big wedding uh but underneath that underneath the crazy lady who is trying to manage all the stuff i want to come from a place of being yesterday i didn't succeed i was way too overwhelmed today though i feel pretty damn good and mm-hmm. you know, it's a moment to moment choice and am i going to beat myself up because i was so stressed yesterday i can what good does that do that's not that's not attracting abundance or well-being you know me now regretting or you know or you know, regretting or beating myself over how busy yesterday was But now today I get to make different choices and I hopefully can move forward. And we all can with a different attitude and being, being in that place of enjoyment. So that's how I'm I'm looking at today. All right, cool.
0: Good way to look at every day.
1: Every day. I am Kathy Gruber. I can be reached at kathygruber.com.
0: And I am Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out and have a great week and uh, start attracting that wealth, abundance, and well-being that you want in your life. And we'll see you You on the And that you deserve, too, by the way, right? And we'll see you on the next episode of the Fire and Podcast. See ya. See ya.